Hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Changing things hey. up in our sounds, our hellos. Hope everyone is doing extremely well today. Happy 4th of July weekend. But Oh, wow, today's 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. Not for your country, but I mean, for ours. <laughs> cool. Cool, guys. Good job. <laughs> ours is the 21st. That's fair. July. At least you're not written. A lot of countries in, in July. The 14th is France. Oh. Yeah. And then yours is, you said the 20 what? 21st. Belgium 24. Oh, good time. July must have been a popular month to get free. I guess. <laughs> Summertime. That's so random. Well, yeah. Happy 4th of July. I don't know what everybody does. We were talking about that, too. And obviously, you're not from here. So maybe even for your country and your Independence Day. But Did you guys make it such a big thing in Belgium. It's like, yeah, it's I mean, there are things happening for like the Belgian National Day. And but it's not like people never would go buy fireworks and doing their backyards and stuff. That's not something that we would do. Sure. My family never did that either. But um, when we got older, we worked, we helped work at fireworks tents. And so we kind of bought them sometimes, but I did, it always freaked me out to do it by my, myself. But I think that when we were kids, we would always go places like we would make it, make it like an event to go and do something fun. And then we'd go to the park and like see the fireworks. Hmm. But as we got older, we just, it just kind of got complacent with it, which is interesting. And I'm like, huh, I actually really like this holiday. And so we, I was, I was telling Matthew this a couple of days ago. I'm like, well, we need to do something for today. Like no matter what, like it just, yeah. it just is something that I think is just fun. And it's, it is, it's a romantic holiday, but it's also just it's a romantic. Fun. Is it? What is, um, if you watch New Girl, this is like the four most romantic holidays, Christmas, 4th of July, obviously. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. And then he said that like, Woman's Day, I don't know. He said something funny, but. Oh but Fourth of July, when I was a kid, I was like, oh my gosh, like everyone's like Fourth with their July. couples and a picnic blanket with their fireworks. That was like a dream. Now we don't do anything. I think it's it's a family holiday. No, that's fair. You know, I, I feel like it's really a family holiday. So that's why people would say couples and stuff. Because couples are families. Yeah, that's if you're fair. committed to each other. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. We've done things. Last year, we did something like super chill. And that was like. Yeah, that was okay. And the year before we did something fun. We Yuda. went to like a fair, yeah. That was fun. We'll see that then. Done. Okay. Great. Well, we figured out our plans. Though. It's hot. It was hot then too. Yeah, but no. I guess we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So you wanted to go see a movie. I want to go to Jim Bronfelds. But anyways, oh, you see right. we're planning as we're talking. We'll figure it out. But yeah. um, by the time you hear this, we would have already had plans and you will see what we're doing on Instagram. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um anyways. I hope everyone's having a great day and really having a good, a good fourth and just really celebrating with your families and loved ones and staying safe. Yes. Don't do something crazy like what we're seeing on, you know, anything on Instagram or TikTok. People do some crazy things. Just stay safe, please. Um, yeah. So today's topic, we wanted to go at a little bit of a different angle today. I guess you can say different angle, but obviously we've been talking a lot about different forms of relationship anxiety and how that shows up and um, ways to question things and different things, but we wanted to kind of look back at like, look more inward today and just talk about the lens of how to have compassion for yourself. If you're somebody who is experiencing relationship anxiety, because I think if you're not careful, you can easily beat yourself up, go into a shame cycle yeah. and spiral, and then just kind of like really feel defeated rather than just like actually feel, feeling empowered here and just having compassion for yourself. So we want to talk about that today. This episode might, I, I think it could be short to the point, but we'll see 
because you never know when we get talking how it can go but i think that having compassion for yourself is 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 more than something that's important it's something that's necessary mm. in that process in any process if you're trying to like um like get better or get out of something maybe you have also an addiction or whatever i think that our brains get addicted to uh anxious thoughts mm. and i think that you know because our brains just get used to it and it becomes an addiction or even just like our everyday state and whenever like we finally start getting breakthrough or branching out of it then our brains are like oh dang like that's weird it feels weird to feel good mm. and brings back the those thoughts and so that that's why that's why I'm, i think compassion is so important because whenever you get breakthrough and maybe let's say you fall back into what you were struggling with before it's really easy to like be hard on yourself yeah mm, that's true and i'm not I'm, and it's not just for because for, for me i can i can speak about anxiety but i can even speak for it's it's a little side note but if you've listened to our podcast before when i used to struggle with pornography uh, i would always fall back in the cycle of pornography because i was so hard on myself hmm. Seymour. Well, the thing is that I would have so much shame because of that, because of, of my addiction with pornography. I would have so much shame and every time also with kind of like the doctrines that I was believing in, it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm such a I'm such a sinner and and I, I'm never gonna get out of this. And then every time it's like you get some kind of breakthrough and you're like, Oh, it's amazing. Thank you, Lord. I, I, I'm finally free. And then you fall back into it and it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm so worthless. Mm. And then that feeling leads you into even more of the behavior you're trying to avoid. Yeah. Cause mm. it, cause the thing is that you would give in to uh, that behavior because you feel bad already. And so making yourself feel even worse, it pushes you even more into that behavior. Mm. And I think it applies to uh, anxiety in any area and relationships. It's like feeling bad that it's, it's, it's kind of funny if you think about it, because basically you feel bad that you're feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a very good point. I think that's a good way of looking at it too. Cause I think that for if somebody who's in like a, I would say an anxious thought spiral, you have the thought of being like, oh my gosh, like you're doing really well. Like, oh my gosh, I love my partner so much. They're so great. Everything about them is awesome. Yeah. And the next day you're kind of like, what if there's somebody better for me? What if they don't like me? What if this, what if that? You start yeah, getting into that sure. cycle. And then because of that, or you're questioning people who are long distance, we've had these, this, this, um, I've had these messages a lot of when we're together, it's great. And then when I'm not together, I start having these questions and thoughts of like, do I even really like them? Are they even that attractive? Are they even that what I'm thinking? Like you start questioning your experience with them. Yeah. And then you start feeling bad about you question your experience. And then you start feeling shame, but you're, you're feeling bad. And then she's like, that cycle just continues the anxiety and the shame, the anxiety and the shame. You're just like stuck in that thought. And I think too, just with the same, same exact thing. Like if you, there's something familiar about feeling bad about yourself. And that's yeah. so interesting because I think that that sometimes fits people's narrative more than not that way. And this is kind of why too, for example, if you're actually somebody who like 
has a low self-esteem or actually thinks badly about yourselves or thinks like, man, I am worthless, like a deep, deep core thought of you thinks you're worthless, you feel like falling into that shame cycle, shame cycle spiral feels way more familiar because that 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 is accurate to how you actually believe about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm, you're creating that thought again because that feels familiar. Yeah, of course I suck. Of course this makes sense. Of course I'm blah, blah, blah. Like this all feels familiar. And then you're kind of just like, what's real what's not maybe maybe i am this person maybe i am just worthless maybe i am just a corporate person you know what i mean like at the core of your belief that's what you believe which is really interesting because if you if you choose to believe something else and actually actually think like wow actually if that's not what you're thinking that feels so much more foreign to you and then you don't know what to do with that you know what i mean yeah yeah i think i think that's that's the hard it's probably one of the hardest parts about changing the way you think about something and uh, with anxiety, especially because I can, I can even speak for myself. I feel like I've, I've really had, had this journey with anxiety where like, I'm getting better and better, but sometimes I have those moments where maybe anxiety might be really present and it's hard. And then when I get breakthrough and I, I'm finally like in this, uh, a peaceful state, state of mind, it feels so scary because it's like well that's like that feels weird like i'm not supposed to feel like that even though you're feeling what you want to be feeling really because you're you're so not used to that yeah it's you got the anxiety that tries to pull you back in Mm -hmm. because it's like oh are you sure like you're not supposed to feel safe like that's 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 weird to feel safe is weird because (laughs) we're usually feeling unsafe and it's usually the state that we live in most of the time yeah and so to finally feel safe is is weird yeah yeah you know that time we you and i have talked about this before but we're we're kind of like your your mind is silent and then suddenly you're kind of like wait i was just worried about something and you go back and think about that thought yeah you know what i mean you're kind of like that happens to me often it's like i'm feeling really good then all of a sudden i'm like I was just worried about something. I just had a bad feeling. I forgot yeah. what it was. I need to remember that thought again. Me too. <laughs> I can't do what? So Why much. is that necessary? It's it's so interesting how much we it's like we kind of we crave self destruction sometimes. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 sad. But I think that's that's when having compassion for yourself is really important because when you fall back into that cycle, yeah. it's when you're like, oh my gosh, like why am I feeling like this again? Like, and I've had that before. It's like I feel like I've made no progress. Mm. You know, things like that. And it's very frustrating. But then if you really look at the, if you're someone who actually like tries to grow out of whatever you're struggling with, you really need to be able to like see your progress and celebrate it. And even the small victories. And I think that was something that was really hard for me, especially when I was struggling with pornography, because I really had a hard time seeing it as victory every time I would fall back into it. Cause I would be like, for me, victory meant, oh, I'm not doing it, and I am like I haven't been doing it, and I'm, and I, I'm not doing it for a long time. Yep. Yeah. But there, it's like no, actually, I remember when I was when I had like the addiction. At some point, the addiction kind of stopped, and it became more of like a coping mechanism rather than addiction. So addiction is like I would do it repeatedly, mm-hmm. and it would just be like a normal thing. But then at some point, I stopped doing that, and I would do it more occasionally. When, as a coping me- mechanism because I was feeling bad, I was feeling lonely, whatever. Uh, but there was a victory there because it's like, well, you 
came from doing it once a day to doing it like once or twice a week. Yeah. You know, and and then little by little, it even was less than that. And mm -hmm. I think that's always a victory. And our brains, they, you know, they've that's how they they work. They need to be reinforced in the behavior you want that you wanted to have. Yeah. So, and that like gratefulness and seeing your progress, celebrating your progress, I think is is something that helps reinforcing the behavior you want to have. Yeah. And so with anxiety, it's like that's important too. Of instead of going into that that shameful state of like, oh man, I'm struggling with this again. It's really annoying, and like like you were saying before, let's say you have those thoughts. And I had those thoughts like that too. It was like, dang, like, why am I having all those questions about my girlfriend when like, she's so amazing. And she's, she's like, I really hate, I feel like I, I'm a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I feel like I, I fake loving her. And I'm sure that a lot of people were listening. That's probably what they might feel sometimes. It's like, oh, I feel like I'm faking it and I don't like that. It feels, it doesn't feel real, it doesn't feel authentic. Well, actually, I think that that's really important in that moment to, to realize that whatever you're feeling there is not the truth. Yeah. yeah. And you don't need to beat yourself up for feeling that way, for having those questions. And it does not mean that you don't love the person you're with exactly it's it's and i know it, it, it sounds so weird because i know for some some of you you might be like it's i like what you're saying but i don't know that i can believe that but it's so it's actually so important to believe that and let go of the shame let go of uh, uh what's making you feel bad let go of the basically also the lie that you're a hypocrite mm. because you're not if you are able to love someone through whatever is going through you your head through your, your emotions, whatever you're feeling, I think that's that's even more a proof of love. For sure. Because it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm scared and I'm not certain of what I'm doing, but no matter what, I'm just gonna keep choosing her because I know that she's amazing and I know that our relationship is good and I wanna keep choosing her because of those reasons, not because of my own fears and my own doubts. Um, Cause you can, you can, you, I think you can make a wrong decision if you decide to like, yeah, live according to those fears and those doubts. Those thoughts just pop in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I think too, that oftentimes in that same way, there, like some people might think like, right, I'm being a hypocrite or just being like, oh my gosh, if this thought is coming up, what if this is actually the truth? And I'm, I'm stringing my partner along because I'm actually thinking that I don't, I don't really like them or like, I'm actually unsure of what I'm feeling for them. So it's easier for me to let them go yeah. than for me to figure it out in the midst of this relationship because I don't want to cause them harm. Yeah. And I think that exactly what you said here too, if those thoughts are coming out of nowhere for one, what's like in that moment, like don't have, you don't have to fix it on what the meaning means or why that matters. In reality, sometimes you just have to like move from the thought at that point, at that moment, but okay, the thought came, move from the thought, distract yourself. It doesn't matter. Like, honestly, don't even fixate on the thought, let it go, let it go. And then like, find like in reality, be like, okay, what do I know is true? What do I know is true about this relationship? What do I know is true about myself. And I know just a couple of days ago when I was with them, 
I know that it, it was solid and I know that they're my partner's so kind and my partner's so incredible and they're generous and they're sweet and they're blah, 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 and they're this and whatever. Yeah. Like I know those are true and you never want to, whenever you're feeling bad and like you're feeling tormented and you're feeling anxious, you never ever want that to, to be how you're perceiving life and how yeah. you're perceiving truth because there's never truth in those moments you know what i mean you can't find truth when you're feeling that heavy there's you can't or we're, we're um there's actually a quote that we're we have been doing some affirmations for ourselves when it comes to um just kind of like perspectives about like abundance and financial peace and whatever and so there's one about anxiety yeah there it is is this one favorite say it. you can never become a great man until you have overcome anxiety worry and fear it is impossible for an anxious person to perceive truth. All things are distorted and thrown out of their proper relations by such mental states. Exactly. I think right there, just I, I love that last like two lines too of it is impossible for an anxious person to perceive truth. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think if you're aware of that and like when you're anxious and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling tormented and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, like this, this means something spiral, 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 spiral. It is literally impossible for you in that moment to perceive truth. So if we know that is true, then in that moment, we actually have to just move like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling anxious. I'm questioning my relationship. I'm questioning if I like my person. I'm, I'm questioning if they think they're attractive, all these things. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and talk on the phone to the friend. I'm going to go ahead and clean my house. I'm going to go ahead and make my make food. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to literally move from the thought and walk away because at the moment, you can't perceive truth in that moment anyway. And, and that, that's the worst time to try to find out what you're believing is true or not. That's the worst time. So let goes, wishes move and go away. Go away and distract yourself and move on. And then whenever you're feeling peaceful again, honestly, in reality, once you're feeling peaceful again, I'm going to assume that a lot of these thoughts really aren't going to come up. And don't even try to find, like, if, if a thought is causing you that much torment, it's, it's really time for you to, like, put it away and move on and then speak the truths that you know are true and what you know is true is when you're when you're in the moment of feeling peace with your partner that is most likely what is true like, like if even just true by yourself yeah you know what i mean like i think that that's gonna feel the most uh healthy and safe and effective for you when you let go of those thoughts there are people who we've messaged so many times and it's it is so hard trust me we both know it is so hard to let go of a thought that you think potentially has like a 20% chance of being true. Yeah. It is so hard because you're like, what if that is the truth? Yeah. And then you want to sit there and think about what could be and how that is possible. And then if that is, what does that mean? And you, you get stuck in that cycle, but like, we're really going to challenge you. If you're not even a hundred percent sure if it's true, then just let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most, like I promise you, if you're not hundred percent sure, sure it's true, it's probably not true. Well, I think that when there's, I think a lot of the thoughts that are attached to anxiety have like this sense of urgency. Mm. And if you feel like there's a sense of urgency to whatever is going through in your head, it's probably just anxiety. And it's probably, yeah. and it's probably, uh, um, fear. And that's, very true. that's probably a thought that you need to let go of and, and not, like use as a compass for whatever you're you want to do in life in general, especially in relationships. So just remember that don't be don't be so hard on yourself. Also because whenever you, you're hard on yourself about something, you give it more attention. And when you give something more attention, it takes more uh, room in your life. So if you wanna get rid of something 
if you want something to not be such a big part of your life anymore, maybe you just need to stop focusing on it so much. Yeah. And part of that is to have compassion for yourself and be like, Hey, like, okay, I know I'm having these, these thoughts and I know that like, it's, it's really annoying and it's frustrating <laughs> and it's, and it's so it's stressing me out, but like, I don't want to give it more attention by feeling bad about myself because I feel those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were um, at church today, actually. And, uh, well, yeah, today is Sunday for us. But And um, something he said that really, that really like stuck out to me was what you acknowledge, you empower. And I think that in reality, there's that this is exactly what you just mentioned, too. If we acknowledge a thought, that means we're, we're giving it power because we're really, really just like focusing on it. And we're, we're giving our attention to it. Yeah. But in reality, it's like we actually have to be able to walk away from that and be like, you're not serving me at this moment. And me trying to think of what the solution is, and this urgency is actually not helping. So I just got to let that go and move on. I, I, I think it's funny. Both of them, same thing. I was going to that too. Something else with the urgency thing. Cause I think that that's like really powerful. Yeah. Um, if it's something, there's never a decision that is going to be right. If you have to make it right away. Like, and, and, and I think even, especially for big decisions, especially for big decisions, like even if, I'm just, there's literally no reason as to why something big and okay, I, I'm saying that and then I'm saying it in this sense too. So I'm going to, I'm going to put in this example because Matthew and I, we obviously had to make a quick decision for us to get married or not. Yeah. And I told myself if I feel pressured at all to make this decision for us to get married now, then I'm not going to do it. Like, and I, I, and I, I never, I knew that I, I felt right because I really felt peace uh, before we had even had to make the decision to get married quickly mm-hmm. that I was going to marry you. I felt peace right like weeks before, which is thank God. God did that for me on purpose. Cause I knew like we kind of had to make, okay, you either stay here or we, um, or we don't get married or we do get married and you go and whatever. And it was like this whole thing. And then I was like, okay, I want to make sure we're making this decision based out of like, peace and confidence rather than from urgency and stress. Like, why would I do that? Like a big decision like this, we can wait. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be the end of the world if we have to wait longer, you know. And luckily, we both felt that peace. COVID happened though, so luckily, God. Like I'm saying, God was in it, you know, for sure. But I, I, I felt peace about it, and then you felt enough peace about it to say to say yes, right? Well, for me, that's the thing. It's like I didn't feel pressure to make the decision, but I did feel a lot of fear and anxiety and uncertainty of like I was just scared. I was like, I don't know, like what am I like, what am I doing? But I, I, part of me was like, I really want to do this. But another part of me is like, this is crazy. This is like, doesn't make any sense. This is like the biggest decision of your life. And, and it's crazy, but I will say that, you know, obviously we know that I have a history of like mm-hmm. working through anxiety when it comes to making decisions. Yeah. Um, Cause it's probably been, one of the hardest things for me is to be able to make decisions without overthinking it. And that was a big breakthrough moment for me when I was able to make that decision of getting married, even though I felt scared, you know, and it's the kind of thing of like, you know, at some point, cause that's another thing that people bring up a lot. And it's probably a whole topic too of, of podcast, but it's like, if you don't feel peace, don't do it. I'm like, well, I don't think that's how it works. I think sometimes you got to do it scared mm. because if you only move yep. whenever you feel good, 
then it's you're not going to get out of your comfort zone very much and you're yeah, not going to grow very much 100 percent. like we're, we're in the process of making a big decision too and we can talk more about that later <laughs> and i think that that it just just what you just mentioned right now mm-hmm. it's the same cycle that shows up in even this situation you know what i mean of like it's we're crazy why would we, like that's so big like why would we do that it seems so blah 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 you know and it's interesting because it's if you're we can pinpoint it in this way too being like exactly if we were making every single decision we were making based out of like 100 percent confidence 100 percent like i feel 100%. like i feel no fear then like wow i honestly <laughs> very little decisions i think we would do to be 100 honest even jesus had fear yeah, before he true. went to the cross so if Jesus is allowed that to be scared, I'm allowed to be scared and still go through with uh, what I think is right. Yeah. Because I think that's, that's what matters too is like, what do you like? Is there any part of you that think that that thinks that you're supposed to do this and that mm-hmm. it's right and that it's what you want? Or because that's a real that's a real question. I think it's like yeah. it's like okay, like is there anything in you that's like wanting to do it? And it's the only thing that's holding you back is it just fear mm-hmm. you know is it the, the only thing that's holding you back is anxiety and doubts and is that really what's holding you back because if that's what's holding you back then you're probably just not perceiving truth yeah exactly there's always going to be what ifs we can do for anything right yeah. like, what if this in reality like if you if you're somebody who's prone to anxiety well obviously no we're trying to break the anxiety anyway but you could you could leave the house right now but like, what if i got in a car crash you know what i mean you can do that for anything and then yeah of course then we're just going to stay here not move right or not do anything um, or you can break up your relationship or you can not get engaged you, you can you can not do a lot of things because there's so many what ifs yeah. in the future but then we never think about the what the what ifs in a good way like you know what i mean like not to be like cheesy or cheesy or cliche but also just being like but what if it actually did work out? You know what I mean? And what if you actually were extremely happy if you did that? You know what I mean? What if this actually was a game changer in your life because you made that move and you did that thing? Like this actually could be, so there's so many great things about the what ifs. We, if we flip it in a good way rather than the what ifs that are so scary and so like, oh my gosh, out of our control. So many things are out of our control. Yeah. But a lot of beautiful things come when things are out of our control, right? A lot of yeah. incredible things. And so I think that here what we're really trying to say in this episode is you're not a bad person for having these thoughts. Please give yourself more grace and compassion because you're, you, the only reason why you're overthinking this too is because you care about it and you care about your partner. And I want you to think about it in that way too. You care about your partner so much that you're so worried that you potentially could be doing something like, yeah, that's you know, good. wrong here. I agree. That's, that's really, that's a really good perspective. It's like, actually, if you care that much about how you feel about your partners, because you care about them, mm-hmm. not the opposite. So really you're not a hypocrite. You're you actually really care about them. And that's why the part of you just, which is kind of what's funny, but the part of you is trying to make sure that you give them the love they deserve. Mm. And you're scared that you're not going to be able to do that and that's actually i think that proof that that is a proof that you actually do care about them because mm. if you didn't care about them then you wouldn't even have those questions yeah i'm probably gonna cry <laughs> on my periods that's I feel good emotional. though <laughs> that, that that that's a really good perspective but yeah and when we say that have grace for yourself have compassion for yourself we're not saying that you need to accept 
those thoughts mm -hmm. you know they're like oh i have grace for myself like i have those thoughts and that's okay yeah well okay it's okay but what we're <laughs> what we're saying is like you're not accepting those thoughts you're you're just accepting the fact that you're at, you're in the process of growing and getting better and you are working on yourself like everybody who's trying to grow um yeah and and that's 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 okay and you celebrate the small victories you you celebrate the progress uh and yeah maybe sometimes it will happen that you go back into that cycle but you're getting better and you're working yeah. on you're working on it exactly just, yeah just want to make that distinction it's really good i i, I appreciate that too because we're never ever saying that somebody should just sit with your anxiety and like okay it's part of your life so just yeah like accept that too yeah no like we don't believe that that's true um yeah good stuff. we got some good stuff we got some yeah good I, notes. I was like oh, <laughs> saying good stuff. sometimes we we like say things during the podcast that we didn't plan and it's like oh this is good mm -hmm. it's the for people who are christians this is the holy spirit no for real honestly like we giving us wisdom we have a foundation of what we want to say but then we just kind of really go with it and something like nuggets are dropping about this is like good this stuff. is good this is real material i'm just kidding anyway um this is real yeah in both ways yeah it's real and it's real instagram right? i know okay anyways <laughs> um okay we're gonna wrap up for today i yeah. feel like we're gonna like stop where we're ahead um we love you guys so much we and hope if, that, that was helpful we hope this is helpful and if this is helpful don't forget to share this with somebody who really needs to hear it um and subscribe subscribe review and rate this podcast yeah and again if you didn't see it we have a on our instagram link if you're on our link in our bio you can write um, podcast topics that you want to hear more about. So you can see in a, in a link in a bio, you can write um, anything you want. If yeah. it's guest speakers, if it's podcast topics, if it's conversations you want to hear more about, anything like that. Just put it in there and we will select it and we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Also, we still have a couple spots available for our small group coaching for anxiety, relationship anxiety. And it will actually start like we're starting the the coaching program this saturday mm -hmm. so you have like you have to sign up right now if you yeah. want to if you want to be part of it uh we'll put the link in the description yes. and you can have all the info there but obviously if you have more questions about it don't hesitate to reach out but like i said we're starting on saturday really july about... 8th mm -hmm. at 1 p.m cst so yeah so Please, it's going to be two months and it's going to be great. So much breakthrough. You're going to be with people who uh, are going through kind of the same things yeah. and helping each other. And we're going to be obviously there to help you as well navigate uh, whatever is going on. And yeah, you, you will be transformed by the end of those two months. We're really, really excited. So yeah. if it resonates to you and you really feel like you're wanting to join, like don't hesitate to sign up now because obviously once it starts, you can't get it anymore. So yeah. Um, Anyways, we love you all, and we thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.